Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Thanks to work at home and self-quarantine, we're now sitting around a lot. Which is why health and wellness seems to have taken precedence over steps and fitness in 2020. However, Fitbit's newest sensor-packed smartwatch, Sense, which arrives in September, looks ready to take on the pivot. And with a Google acquisition of Fitbit looming and facing scrutiny, maybe this is the sensor platform that could be the building blocks to future Google wearables. Unless, of course, it isn't. But that's the thing about new sensor tech. The possibilities are vast, and the outcomes are often unknown. But in an increasingly machine-learning-driven age, wearables with new sensor tech might be what comes next. Sense is the company's first major watch update since the Fitbit Versa in March 2018, and it adds a variety of new sensors, an ECG similar to the Apple Watch and Samsung Galaxy Watch 3, stress sensing via an EDA galvanic skin response sensor or electrodermal activity sensor, and temperature sensing similar to the Aura Ring. The watch's build has some improvements over the previous Fitbit Versas, the curved watch shape is a similar thickness to the $199 Versa 2, but has more metal and glass in the finish. The side button for starting workouts and calling up Amazon Alexa, or now Google Assistant, has been replaced with an indented touch area that vibrates when pressed, like the Fitbit Charge 3 and 4. There's a speaker now for voice assistant and phone calls. The Sense wrist straps detach a lot more easily than the Versas ever did. The charger is also new a magnetic snap-on that's more similar to what the Apple Watch has, and is supposed to fully charge in about 15 minutes. It's better than the alligator clip charger Fitbit Versa had before. There are other overdue additions as well, like GPS, a redesigned optical heart rate sensor that promises better accuracy when running and sleeping, and maybe richer data collection for future health research. Fitbit's newest software updates add specific SpO2 blood oxygen readings to Fitbit watches and a daily stress readiness score that will add measurements like respiratory rate to the mix, which are also part of a new step-down model being introduced Tuesday too, the $230 Fitbit Versa 3. But the Sense's ambitious triple add of new sensors points towards Fitbit striving for new data to analyze and add to a growing machine learning health picture which makes this look like Fitbit's closest attempt to a health and wellness super wearable. We'd welcome the idea of something on our wrist that can help us understand how we're doing on a daily basis, even beyond how much we're walking around and exercising. And Fitbit looks to be leaning on its premium subscription health service, which launched last year, more than ever to make the most out of Sense's data. There are a few reasons to wait and see. New sensors on wearables are always a bit of an unknown, Maybe Fitbit is breaking through a whole new territory here, or maybe not. We remember other wearables promising new sensor tech before, and some of these never did anything to live up to their concepts. Will EDA make as much of a difference on a watch as Fitbit promises? We're not sure, but we're curious to find out. Temperature sensing is still pretty unique. ECG is becoming a common standard on fitness watches. But how will these all connect? For that, CNET Scott Stein talked with Fitbit's Shelton Wen, head of research and lead research scientist Connor Hennigan, about what these sensors are aiming to do. Temperature on wearables started getting a lot of attention after the coronavirus pandemic shut down the world this year. The possibility of detecting symptoms of illness through a watch or ring with temperature scanning or pulse oxygen readings began to feel like a promise of wellness forecasting. 
the $300 Aura Ring has become the most recognized temperature wearable, but there aren't many others. The Fitbit Sense seems to work in a similar way, collecting skin temperature while sleeping and delivering results the next morning to show relative change. It doesn't do an instant temperature scan, and it won't give specific standard body temperatures to show if you're 96.8 or 100.3, for instance, but it will show relative temperature changes on a daily basis. That's because skin temperature readings on a wrist are different. Scott hasn't tested the Sense 8 yet, but he wore an Aura ring for months to check his temperature, and it was mostly a graph of gently fluctuating relative scores. The temperature awareness is more like one more data point in a set of data points that Fitbit's using for its daily stress score calculations. What's really wild is Fitbit acknowledging that existing Versa watches already have a temperature sensor that is used for device battery management. Those sensors help the company prepare for what the Sense could do. Those other temperature sensors are not as skin-focused as the Sense's temperature sensor and may not be as accurate, but it could help turn a bunch of Fitbit Versa devices into temperature-aware wearables, adding a lot of devices into the mix fast for possible Fitbit research. And it sounds like the Sense's temperature sensor is more fine-tuned for the job. The Sense's EDA, or Electrodermal Activity Sensor, uses the metal outer rim of the Sense to conduct and get a reading when the palm of your hand is pressed against it. Fitbit has a new EDA app that will take a reading over time and sense your overall stress. But this will be a different app than the heart rate-based Relax app that currently calculates HRV, or heart rate variability, and also encourages mindfulness. Fitbit's also launching a new set of mindfulness and meditation features into its premium subscription service that specifically uses the EDA sensor. The two-minute stress scan in the app would require you to hold your hand over the watch the whole time, as would any meditation features using EDA. The one-lead electrocardiogram, or ECG sensor, on the Fitbit Sense works by finger-pinching the metal bezel on the edges of the watch face to complete a circuit, taking a reading that scans for possible atrial fibrillation, much like the Apple Watch, recent Samsung watches, or other devices like the Within's MoveCan. Like other watch ECG features, the Sense won't detect heart attacks or other conditions that more advanced ECG readings could pick up. Also, the ECG feature is still waiting for FDA clearance, a process that's expected to be finished this year. And the Fitbit Sense won't continuously scan heart rate for signs of arrhythmia, at least not yet. The Apple Watch already does this, and Fitbit says it's working on a solution. The company announced its larger-scale atrial fibrillation study in May. It's always hard to cast forward and expect too much of sensor platforms, because it's unclear where results will land. For instance, Fitbit's long-touted sleep apnea detection still hasn't arrived, despite promises for years. Meanwhile, research initiatives with the Fitbit Sense's new sensors could explore wellness forecasting through temperature and SpO2, or pulse oxygen. But no specific plans are in place yet with any studies. Fitbit's current COVID-19 symptom detection research has been focused on heart rate variability, resting heart rate and breathing rate as metrics, which CTO Eric Friedman says can detect 50% of COVID-19 cases a day before onset of symptoms with 70% specificity. Fitbit will be adding sleep data, temperature, and SpO2 blood oxygen measurements into further studies. The heart rate reading improvements at the moment seem to be about helping accuracy while running and sleeping to prevent gaps in data, but it could still open up other channels too. Samsung and Valencell are trying to crack blood pressure readings through PPG, but Fitbit isn't looking at that yet. A lot of the daily metrics and tools Fitbit discussed rely on Fitbit's $10 a month premium subscription service which launched last year and now has over 
half a million subscribers. Some measurements, like a specific SpO2 measurement, will be available through a free watch face and in more limited sets of readings on the free app, but longer history and analysis comes with a premium service. That premium service is an extra cost, and also an extra lock-in. Fitbit's data doesn't flow into Google Fit or Apple Health like some other wearables do, and it means staying in a channel that can feel limiting, especially since most people have an increasing flow of health data from other sources. Fitbit includes a six-month free trial of premium, with the sense. But sooner or later, that's going to be an extra fee. Google and Apple don't have any similar subscription health or fitness service yet, but there are plenty of coaching and fitness apps that do. So premium doesn't seem necessary, but for a lot of what the sense offers, it may be the way you'd want to get the most out of the device. Fitbit's pending acquisition by Google has been underway since November 2019, and Fitbit's subscriber base and data archive could become a launch pad for a new generation of Google Health wearables. But the Fitbit Sense has no added hook-ins to Google's ecosystem, other than added Google Assistant voice support in addition to support for Amazon's Alexa voice assistant. The Fitbit Sense might be the last new Fitbit under the Fitbit brand, or maybe it's the blueprint for a new generation of future devices. Clearly, these new sensors are where Fitbit wants to head next. But what we don't know is how much Fitbit's future will look like it's present once Google enters the picture. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.